0: Welcome to Backseat Confessions Podcast. Slide into the backseat as we listen to mostly anonymous strangers tell us stories from their lives. I'm a rideshare driver in Atlanta, and the people getting in my car have absolutely no idea I'm going to ask them to share. My commitment to you is to tell at least a snippet of virtually every story recorded in my car in the order they were told to me. My hope is that you laugh, cringe, cry, but mostly connect to these amazing people. You may find a piece of your own story or just feel more connected to the rest of us. Join us, won't you? So, hey, my new friend. This is an adult podcast. Themes and languages are Definitely not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. How in the world are you? Have you had anything story-worthy happen to you lately? If so, was it more on the laugh side or the sad side? Or maybe it was just interesting? Hmm. Well, if so, hopefully you've gotten a chance to tell somebody all about it. But for now, you can just sit back and let today's writers regale you with stories of their own. Oh, and quick cool fact is that we pass our 100th story mark on this drive. Pretty
1: sweet.
0: Our first rider has an encouraging message about how to face challenge and difficulties and yet keep our faith rather than letting ourselves become overwhelmed and just give up.
1: Story number 99. Monday, January 4th, 2021, 9.29 p.m.
2: I, I'm not the holy then thou person. Right. It's just certain things I know is God and I know he do certain things to get our attention.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And I went from stand t- in my car to when I get a little extra dollars that I feel like I want to spend on a room, not by choice, because I was fun in my car, I had a computer, yep. I had my Hulu, I, I was <laughs> fine. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? So with that being said, you never look at your situation as worse because it was plenty of times people didn't have a car. Yeah. Now that oh, my son yeah. took my car, was blessed with a hotel room that I've been in for the last three months. Nice. I've been blessed with a job. Oh, I okay. came here and... Oh, baby, this your, this your exit, exit, this, exit. Oh, okay. Um, When I came here, you know, I came here with intentions. I worked for an eye institute. I came here to work for another eye institute Well, COVID started. Yeah. And I thought it was the end. I really didn't want to go back to Savannah. Mm. But I'm here. Everything's working out. I have peace of mind. I'm about to move again. I've have 3 cars now. Wow. They may be a little broken and a little <laughs> minor stuff, yeah. but I have them. Yes, man. Um so with that, I just like to encourage people that your hardships, you let that be your motivation. Mm. You let that be the reason that you keep pushing. That'd be the reason that for your grandkids, your kids, to show them that type of strength. Yeah. Because at some point they're gonna go through it. I don't care what That's you right. get what 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 you do for them. Yeah. They're gonna go through some hardships. Yeah. You don't want them growing up with the ones, I can't have you nobody can. Mm-hmm. You don't want them having that, I'm gonna kill myself because things not right. Mm-hmm. Um It's just a lot of things that people need to be Embracing their hardships yeah, wow, and seeing where they're taking you or yeah. what lesson is there for you to learn? I love it. I mean, that's 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 really all I got is I For a lot of people that's that's losing because of hardships mm-hmm. It's a trick of the enemy. Yeah, and yeah. you can't let them win. You keep your face. Yeah, and I actually just posted a, a, a prayer a simple prayer. It was dear Papa God thank you for forgiving me for not trusting in you thank you for giving me a chance to trust again Mm. amen that's all i say and with that being said i hope i touch somebody with this message with this story and they keep pushing from it there you go thank you so much for sharing that is amazing thank you
0: I do think her message is important. I know I wasn't raised with the idea that life involved a lot of pain and struggle, so it seemed like a big letdown to me when those things came later in life. Becoming a person of grit and fortitude and faith are some of the most noble pursuits I can imagine. This gentleman shares about how he had been with uh, a woman that he really liked and made a baby with her. But now the relationship is broken. We pick up in the conversation where I go a little bit deeper and I dig into what all happened to cause the breakup and how he's doing now.
1: Story number 100. Tuesday, January 5th, 2021,
0: 12.33 a.m. CJ, my question for you, two questions, actually. One Uh is, if you don't mind sharing, um, what was the main cause or maybe main causes of the breakup? Now, this is where the story may seem...
3: Not awkward, but I guess funny. Okay, yeah, I'm down. I am the cause of the uh the breakup. Okay. Fair. And me growing and being a man, yes, sir. accepting what I done.
0: Yeah.
3: I kinda drove her away.
0: Okay,
3: yeah. And tell me about that. Being young. Yeah. You know, trying to oh, okay, it's just some over here, some over there, you right. know, like yeah. That doesn't amount to anything when you don't have anything, wow. and you're yeah. trying to build and you're trying to grow. Yeah, that's you're wasting true. time, and she's getting older. You're getting older, and yeah, eventually, you know, you have to start somewhere to build and yeah. accept what you've done to somebody, yeah. and you just have to let them go on. Yes, and you can't be bitter. Yeah, or mad. Now, right. honestly, I have been hurt. But it's only because of what I done to her. Sure. Okay. But yeah. It ain't much as what she done to me because it's actually turned out to be where it's kinda like a retaliation type of deal. Okay, right. <laughs> so yeah. that's the funny part. Yeah. Um, she pulled the same
0: thing out she pulled a me on me. Okay. In other okay. words. And and uh I'm assuming it was it was like was it with someone you knew or just No, 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 no. It's 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 somebody that uh she met. Okay, so it wasn't like um, she did, because some some girls will do purposely. They'll go after like a friend just to make it hurt. Oh yeah. worse, right? The they'll do the revenge like that way. But okay, so, yeah, that and, and yeah, I know as a young guy, man, it's like that's. But at least you're learning your lesson, bro. And right, that's that's how you that's gain what, wisdom is through. That's what it's about, man. Life.
3: Learning, growing, yeah, and 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 becoming better wiser yes and the object is to be stable yes you know and yeah. that's that's what it really boils down to right and the quicker you accept what you've done yeah the better off you'll be if you can't accept it you'll hold a grudge
0: yeah you so
3: you right. hate the person and you yeah. hate yourself and right
0: that's yeah. not going to get you anywhere. No, it won't. That's so good. Taking responsibility for your actions, being a man, yeah. and then that's right. And then forgiving yourself. Right here. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And is Oh, go ahead. Um. Oh yeah, about my heart. Yeah, I was good. Yeah, that was my second
3: question. Is like, yeah, how's your heart? My heart is um. It's in a better place now, man. Like I'm, I'm 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 happy. Wow. I can smile. I'm happy for her. Yeah. Like I was telling you earlier, like we don't communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't communicate. Right. But if she
0: does call, yeah, I'm not going to,
3: you know, I'm going to answer. I'm yeah. going to
0: talk to her. And that's where you were talking about not being petty, just just being kind. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's,
3: it's I, I have no hatred towards her because at the end of the day, the hatred that I could showcase towards her is only going to harm me. That's right. In yeah. the, the end because now it's going to be an uh, axe, a grudge, uh, yeah. whatever, a staple between me and my daughter. That's right. And I, that dude... <sighs> I don't want that. No,
0: no, and, no. You know,
3: I want to be able to show my daughter I'm there for her, I'm here, and yep. there's no problem between me and mommy. Now, awesome. my daughter gets older and she asks me, yeah. daddy, what happened? I got to answer that. That's right. And I'm going to tell her and I'm just let it all out. Like, That's it. Mom's not a bad person. No. Dad's yeah. not a bad person. Nope. Dad was just an idiot doing right stupid things <laughs> right. at a young age not realizing
0: Yeah.
3: you know and your mom got tired of it yeah yeah. it's only so much you can put on a woman yeah and especially if she has you know I was telling you earlier intention that she come down here to get herself together and right. that didn't do nothing but make her go full force with her plan from the beginning that makes sense yeah so
0: yeah, that's what it boils down to man well it's not a fairy tale ending, but I will say, in terms of real life, I'm, I really, I think I said it before. I'm proud of you, stepping up, being a man, owning your owning your junk, and um, I, I'll say it again, but like I love how you are so intentional about being a dad, and man. I, I can tell you from experience, it is the hardest and greatest thing you'll ever do. In man, so was like the best thing I have. Yeah. Like, yeah that is beyond
3: measures of like anything like being a dad showing your child yeah like right now we're in potty potty training stages <laughs> and it's crazy man because yeah. it's like she she wants to she she wants to get on top of her toilet just to flush uh, it uh, like that's yeah. what she looks forward to flushing sure. it yeah yeah and it's like She's, she's just, oh, man, bottles of water. She likes to drink them on her own. She don't need no help. Oh, man. Um, she So she's really trying to become a little independent. Yeah, we got her this thing. little four-wheeler uh, power wheel, right? Yep. So she loves when Dad comes around and pick up the back end, spin around like a donut. <laughs> she gets so in her feelings when I don't. Aww. But she's strong enough to turn it herself. Like, yeah, she will yeah. do it if I don't. But it's like, it's just amazing just looking at her like, Mm. She's oh man, she's amazing and funny.
0: Ah, oh, funny so cool. man, she's funny. That's so good. Well, do whatever you gotta do to stay in her life. That's uh, that's that's the most rewarding thing. So, bro, thank you so much for sharing your story and uh, your heart, man. Appreciate no you. No yes, problem.
3: No problem. I hope many more.
0: Yes, thank you. I believe that it is especially important for us as men, and particularly young men, to accept responsibility for our actions and to try to learn and grow from them. I applaud how well he owned his part in breaking the relationship and how he was dealing with the hurt of being left. Because even if we are the main cause of a split, emotionally, it's still painful to feel rejection. But most importantly, I love the way he loves being a dad. One of the great gifts in life is to be a girl dad. So freaking beautiful. Some people have such strength in the face of hardship that it is almost difficult to comprehend. This next writer shares these painful and private struggles with so much dignity and grace.
1: Story number 101. Friday, January 8th, 2021, 3.28 a.m.
4: story from back in 2017 okay um i actually i was pregnant oh wow and i didn't tell anyone i was trying to keep it a secret because my mom always told me you can't raise no babies in this house oh wow so i was like okay can't raise no babies in this house i gotta figure out what i'm gonna do yes ma'am so one day i was driving and i was driving my mom and i just threw up like all on myself and she was like are you pregnant and i was like no and she was like get out so that same day i went to the mega bus here in atlanta yes and i bought a ticket to memphis but i got off in tupelo because that's where my family is mm-hmm. however when we got on the bus by the time we made it to birmingham i started to miscarry oh. and it was a group of old ladies on the bus that that prayed with me and they held my hand and I didn't even know what was going on because it was my first miscarriage wow. and I just felt like I was by myself like I was so alone because my mom had kicked me out wow. because I was pregnant and here I am losing the reason you know it, yeah. was, it was so complicated so yeah. by the time we made it to Birmingham I literally had to get my luggage and go in the bathroom to wash myself up and change clothes wow and I had to get back on the bus because I had to make it to Mississippi. This was a four hour ride. Oh, wow. I was in pain. I had never felt pain like that before. By the time I made it to Tupelo, my cousin, she, she met me at the love station, station and she was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I think I'm having a miscarriage. Hmm. And I I still didn't go to the hospital because at that point I was ashamed and embarrassed. Wow. So we went to her house and, and she, she she was a cna so she kind of just knew a couple of things but you know we did it there and that's something that i really never shared with anyone besides her like wow. and that's something that really really hurt because yeah. i know my mom had me at a young age and no one turned their back on her so it was like for me to go through that while that was going on with it was tough
0: yeah yeah um you said your mom had you when you were young, and uh, and then she kind of turned her back. Do you, do you think there was some? Or I should just ask you: Why do you think that she would have done that to you?
4: I think it hurt her feelings for me to try to go. Um, she didn't want to see me following those footsteps. I yep. think she wanted better for me. So I think it
0: was disappointment. So it came from like a place of love and hurt.
4: Yes. It, yes. Exactly.
0: But I can't even imagine as a young woman. Facing this incredible, mm-hmm. like that's, uh, to be pregnant uh, with, with your first child is mm-hmm. such a massive deal and to, to not have your mom there, I just, wow, my heart goes out to you, it, girl. That's, it was, that's it was scary. yeah, that's real scary. Mm-hmm. Um. After you got to Mississippi and Tupelo, uh, the your you said your cousin was she able to help you out? I mean, and you said you never so you literally never went to the hospital. Never
4: went to the hospital. I never went to the hospital. She helped me out. Yeah. Um, We we you know we did what we need to do. I just laid there and I just I'm kind of like a tough cookie. I'm you know I always look at like hey it's just life. Mm -hmm. You know it happens. Mm -hmm. Deal with it. Roll with it. So. I deal with things a little different. Doesn't mean that it doesn't affect me. Right. I just keep going because you can't stop. Yeah. So yeah. I got a job, started working, and I started living life.
0: Wow. While you were in Mississippi? While I was
4: in Mississippi.
0: So then how long have you been back here in Atlanta?
4: Um, I moved back to Georgia in August of 2020 to take care of my mom uh, because she um, was diagnosed with cancer.
0: Oh, wow. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm grateful that you were able to come back and be in her life. Of Um, course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you, Miss D, for sharing. I know that's that's a painful story, but I'm sure there's other people out there that have something similar. So thank you for, for opening up and sharing that. Thank you for listening. Absolutely. It is truly, truly my honor. Bless you. The shame and the pain of having a stillborn baby and not being able to go through that experience with your mom supporting you is just brutal. But this young lady's willingness to forgive and continue to move through life is is just beyond inspiring. She truly is a hero in my mind. our next writer has a very relatable story of friendship that either could be or might or should be or maybe shouldn't be something more than just friends. See if you can relate.
1: Story number 102. Friday, January 8, 2021, 1044 p.m.
5: So freshman year of college I met my best friend okay Um, my best friend we was super close hung out every single day now it didn't start off as you know no type of lovey-dovey stuff it was just strictly friendship That's cool. Um, towards the end of that freshman year I started to like develop feelings for him yeah And whenever he would come to me and talk to me about his friends, like his like girlfriends that well, not really girlfriends, but girls he was interested in, I felt some type of way. So
6: um,
5: it would get to the point where um, I would start blocking his number. I would start um, unfollowing him on social media and he had no clue, like he's just clueless. Like, why (laughs) is she doing this to me? So I ended up um, going to a party. I got real drunk and I ended up confessing my love to him, telling him that I was in love with him. <laughs> and I kind of felt, you know, crazy like a little mm. stupid at the end cuz I didn't know if he felt the same way about me cuz yeah. it's kind of like we brushed it off. We didn't talk about it no mm. more after that. We went right back to being friends. Okay. And so I was like, okay, he's not giving me no type of attention. He just wants to strictly be my friend. Yeah. So I started talking to other guys. In the midst of talking to other guys, I did find this other guy that was interesting, and yeah. he was very like charming. Mm-hmm. And my best friend started to get mad uh-huh. in a sense. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. while he was getting mad, I'm like, "But you don't want to talk to me, or you don't want a relationship with me. So yeah. why are you mad that I'm talking to somebody else?" Right. So then he finally um, told me, you know, he had mutual feelings for me the same way that I have him. So. Yeah. I was like, okay, bet maybe we're getting somewhere, you know? Right. So I cut off my ties with uh, the guy I was talking to, and I was trying to focus my attention onto my best friend. Right. And so my feelings going up and down because we're still beating around the bush um, of not really telling each other, oh, okay, we want to date. Yeah. So we just beating around the bush. Right. Um, so January of 2020 came. We came back to school. You know, enjoying the new year. Yep. Really, you know, we done confessed like we both got mutual feelings. So we like, okay, let's see if we can take it up a notch. Right. I he told one of my friends that he um, wanted to start to ask me out, but yeah. he didn't know how or you know he he wanted to do it at the right time. Mm. So I'm like, okay, I was getting real excited. Like, okay, he finally about to ask me out, and yeah. then COVID happened. Uh corona came in the mix and um, it ruined a lot it it, we both went back home (sighs) he went back to where he was from I went back to where I'm from mind you that's like a distance apart almost 10 hours 13 hours away Uh, from each other
0: yeah
5: and so we would still communicate on FaceTime and everything but it just wasn't there anymore and then we stopped FaceTime we stopped talking. So now it's going on months and we haven't talked. And so wow. that's that story. Wow. I'm really sad about it because, yeah. like, I really wanted it to go somewhere, but then I feel like, you know, it was God that COVID happened because. Maybe we weren't meant to be together. Maybe we are just meant to be friends. Just
0: friends, so. yeah. Yeah. That can be really tricky, right? Like, if there's someone who's a really good friend to you, but you catch yes. feelings for them, and then trying to sort through, do I risk the friendship or the yes. love? And, oh, man. Yeah, that's... that's yes. that, That's there, And there's no easy answer, is there?
5: No easy answer at all.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, are you guys going to like come back and see each other at college anymore? Or is that kind of part of your life over with?
5: I'm not sure. Um, As I was talking to one of my friends, I told her like right now the feeling, I have no feelings for him. I I see him as a friend, but I feel as though if, like she was saying, if we see each other in person, those feelings are going to come back up and escalate again. But as of right now, I I see him as a friend. I don't have any feelings for him. Um, and I don't know if he's coming back For his school or not okay. I think he's gonna stick to doing school online Online,
0: yeah, yeah. I think that's what a lot of people are doing. <laughs> well I hope you end up finding the guy That Uh 'Cause you're you're truly you're you're beautiful and you're you're smart and you're you. yeah, you're all of that. And so I hope you find a guy that says, you know what, Miss Love, you are worth pursuing and um, then you're not sort of like on the fence I you're you're worth being pursued.
5: Thank you. Absolutely.
0: And thank you for sharing your story.
5: No problem at all. So anybody out there having <laughs> a love story like mine, just know <laughs> you're not alone. Yes,
0: yes. You're not that's alone. Uh, uh, Half the purpose of these stories to let people know that yeah they're not the only one. (laughs) Wonderful. All right. Life is funny, and you never know why some flames burn bright, and others never quite do. Still, I stick with my old school advice for the ladies: if he likes you. he'll let you know. If he's not pursuing you, then chances are pretty darn good that he's just not that into you. So move along to greener pastures. There are certain jobs that I feel you almost have to be called to do if you want to thrive in it. I love speaking with someone who is working in their calling because you can just feel their competency and passion for the thing they do. Being a nurse is definitely one of those jobs, and it's one where you hope that the person is there for the right reasons.
1: Story number 103. Saturday, January 9th,
7: 2021, 4.03 PM. So <laughs> when um I'm I'm an ICU nurse. Oh, wow. so I've seen a lot of things from every different spectacle of life. Right. Um I've been in traumas, I've done open heart surgery, I've had medical patients, I've had just coronary patients, just patients who needed my care.
3: Yeah.
7: And it never seems to um, lead me because it's something that I think that I was born to do. I was gonna say, yeah. I love taking care of patients. Mm-hmm. I am a people person, so it just comes natural to me.
5: Yeah.
7: I left my job in the hospital to do, um, corporate America I did it for five years I hated it because (laughs) I missed my patient contact I'm back into the hospital now where I love it and I continue to teach nurses how to be good nurses at this point in my life I am on the downslope and I'm ready to retire but I want to make sure also that we have nurses who are out here who are competent and who are really love the art itself because in order to nurse and do it well, you've got to love the job. I, uh, and I that's agree. why you will see some nurses that are gray. Uh-huh. They're still at the bedside because they love it. Mm. Everybody don't love it. Right. And you have a lot of people going into the field now just because it's a job. Right. And it's not because they have the love. Right. So they will not be the type of nurses that I would like to teach because they're there for the money. They're there mm. for what they can mm. get. And unfortunately, they will not be be able to provide the care that I feel they would need to to provide
0: yeah well I'm so grateful that someone of your caliber is uh in the teaching space and is helping to 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 really raise up and uh, mentor hopefully like you said good nurses who feel like they have a passion and calling to that Well, thank you yeah that's thank you
7: Thank you, thank you. Um, so, if you know anybody that wants to be a nurse, <laughs> <laughs> we always need nurses, and so we need people who really have the passion and yeah. the call for it. Because if we don't have nurses, you have you cannot run a hospital well without nurses. Yeah. And a lot of times, nurses. People think that as a nurse, you're just doing what someone tells you to do. Hmm. No, you have to have the knowledge. You have to be as knowledgeable as the providers, the doctors, because you need to be able to tell them, no, I'm not gonna do that because that'll kill that patient. Wow! So you have to be a patient advocate. Do you actually,
0: do do you run into that?
7: Oh yeah, all the time. All the time, and I tell my nurses in the ED all the time, I said, You have to know the difference wow. because if he writes that order for you to give something that's going to kill that patient, you need to know that it's going to kill the patient.
0: Wow, wait a minute. Wow, um, excuse my ignorance, but how can a nurse be more aware of what's going to save or kill a patient's life? Uh, <laughs> that doesn't make you know, you know, I'm, I'm saying from a, from an outsider, this seems crazy. How can that
7: be? Because a lot of times people there are people who go into medical school and become doctors and I wonder how they actually survive
3: Wow. Wow. that's it that's
7: it they don't really they don't have the education when you ask me I've been a nurse almost 40 years Wow I look at it and I say oh no they don't have the education that I think they need. Well, I'm not going to say education, they don't have the knowledge, they don't have the experience. They have had the education because they've graduated from a school, but do they have the knowledge that they need to be able to care for these people appropriately? And I will question, I question doctors all the time. And when I was a younger nurse, I always had doctors say, well, I really don't want to take care of uh, work with Vivian because I'm going to question you about it. Right. I'm going to tell you, no, I'm not going to do that because that's going to hurt this patient. You know, it makes me feel good when I would have patients come, the doctors write orders, and I said, no, I'm not going to do that. And they say, what? I said, I am not going to do that unless you give me an order for X, Y, and Z. Mm. And afterwards, the patient would say, thank you, baby, for not letting them kill me.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. That's... That's really fascinating. I I don't yeah. know that I've ever heard that perspective before. Yeah. That's really Yeah. So you
7: really have to you you've got to know. You've got to and and I'm glad we have WebMD, you have yeah. Mayo, all these different sites. People have to be very informed about their health, yeah. about what's going on with them and yeah. don't just take what they tell you. Yeah. Yeah. You need to investigate yourself. If you don't know, try to find someone who knows yeah. so that you can make a um form informed consent decision about what you want done with yourself because people will tell you have to. You always have a choice. But before you give them that choice, that decision about what you want, investigate.
0: Love it. I love it.
7: You have to investigate because... Like I said, things happen and people do things. And then sometimes, you know, people, you have a a person who's snuck in and said they're a doctor and really they're nobody and they've gotten in somebody's facility and here they are practicing like a doctor and have never been in medical school. Really?
0: (laughs) That's crazy.
7: So things happen like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
7: Well, we... We as people have to be more informed about our health, about our bodies, what we do with our bodies, and when someone says you need to have something done, you need to investigate. Yeah. Don't just take it. Say okay, what it is. Write it down for me, so that you can go and look, or you can go ask, and you can inquire.
0: That's smart. That's so smart. Yeah, that's really good because I think that you know, for many years, uh, people just sort of, well, oh, the doctor said, so we 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 better do it, and I think there's a lot more. Uh, people are a lot more likely to ask questions now right so and years yeah. ago
7: people did that but now no you don't you don't need to do that
0: No, yeah. nope 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 yeah, yeah. well miss v uh thank you for your wisdom and you're for wonderful. your grace yeah you're you're an awesome <laughs> young lady you look you look amazing like you you're beautiful well, i would you. never have guessed you're gonna, you're that you've been make- practicing for that many years oh, so that's crazy yes, and
7: i i am 64 so yeah
0: wow okay yeah well as soon as i uh, get a podcast i'm gonna buy all your skin cream because um <laughs> yeah for real uh, definitely whatever my regimen is, is is not uh, not gonna keep me looking like that when i'm 60 so thank you though so yes, you much will. for sharing
7: oh you're so welcome
0: I just love her spirit, and I also love that she wants to train up the next generation of nurses. For some reason, I feel like as a society, we don't encourage a lot of mentorship and training inside the workforce. You can, of course, pay to get it outside of the workforce, but this is something special. Plus, the fact that she's such a fierce patient advocate it is just so cool. I can almost see
1: this lady's cape.
0: Our next writer wants more from his love interest than she's willing to give. This is the second story this trip where one person in the relationship wants more than the other is willing to commit to.
1: Story number 104. Saturday, January 9th, 2021, one ten a.m.
8: So, uh, I am in love with this girl. Okay. Her name is, uh... Change,
0: change it or do a
8: letter. Her name is the country of India. Okay. And, uh, she wants only me for my sex game. Okay. She... I actually want the longevity game where I would love to have a family. Wow. But so she hits me up and she says she's thinking about me and she actually only wants dick. Wow. And so when I'm trying to play the long game, but she's like, I'm unavailable. And I'm like, hey, I want to take you out. Yeah. But it's just it. my life understanding is, you know, some people she's younger. She's probably like 24. Okay. I'm 20 it's 8 this year. Nice. And so what I'm wanting to do is try and make something out of it with yeah. what sh- her expectations are are not on the same par. So right. the right. creative aspect of it is is me trying to figure that out and try mm. to make that work longevity versus just a dick game so that that is that is my truth yeah and today's
0: uber ride (laughs) right which which what's really cool about that is obviously you think of it as traditional uh swapped male female roles where the guy just wants to get laid and the girl wants (laughs) more of the long game but it's it's true You, you you're hitting that point in your life where i love that you're starting to think about like okay you know getting laid is not the only thing and i uh yeah i I love that you're thinking more longer yeah That's
8: exactly my mindset and and how you know that's not what i'm just going for i could get laid of course you know by like all these tender women that are not on my level i would say
6: they're just super easy
8: and i would like her because she's honestly beautiful but she has a lot of familial problems and so for me to try to you know make those right is just it may be beyond my capabilities and so i'm just i'm just along for the ride try to be creative with it
0: yeah so well uh, my do. my one piece of advice is don't try to fix someone right you don't can't try to
8: make a whore into body, a housewife. well and, and i'm not i yeah <laughs> I, I don't
0: i don't want to call any anyone a whore but uh, it, that's that's not what it is. It, it's trying to make them something they're not... If they are not interested in a long-term relationship, you, you're trying to convince them that that's what they want is probably not the yeah, best. Yeah, she
8: says she wanted me to be her fuck
0: buddy, and uh, she understands yeah, how I man. feel. Yeah, so yeah. it
8: is what it is. We'll just, we'll just see how it works.
0: I do love the flipping of the script, where it is the guy that wants more than to just get laid and the girl is just not about that life. I will say, though, that all of his trying to be creative and figure out how to persuade her to be more than a casual lay is some dicey territory. I hope he goes only as far as he feels is reasonable and then moves along, because I'm sure there is someone out there just waiting to get into a serious relationship as well as he is. I'm personally not a big fan of pranks, but I can admire a well-executed one that doesn't harm anyone. Our last rider of the night pulled off just that.
1: Story Number 105 Saturday, January 9th, 2021, 2.57am
6: I was just going to talk about this. One time, uh, I'm from Georgia, okay. so I went to uh, Florida. Yes. Met up with some friends. Okay. Um, so, for some reason, I don't even remember why we did this, but we just – we told everybody that, <laughs> that I was a famous uh, baseball player. Okay. <laughs> and that I was <laughs> – basically, that I was, like, you know, destined to be in the pros, and that was, like, the next big thing. Nice. So, basically – We got everybody in the bar to believe it. Oh, that's amazing, bro. everybody thought (laughs) that I was, you know, the next big thing. Wow. So I got at least like six or seven rounds bought just for me for free. Right to the right? Yeah. So, uh, like, wow. we got... Me and my buddies got free shots, like, all night just oh. because everybody thought I was the next big thing. That is a That is a <laughs> hilarious...
0: And what's great about that prank is there's really no harm, no foul, right? No, no harm, and, no and foul.
6: We just got free shots.
0: <laughs> you got free shots and... Um, they went home thinking that they actually like met. Like, I, did you tell me you're a Braves player? I'm assuming.
6: Uh, it was in Florida, so okay. like, I, I think right. Or left, I guys? think we told right, them right. Right, right. Okay, I think we told them that it was in Texas. Oh, I oh believe. perfect. So yeah. you kind of just like picks a, a
0: big state where it's hard to know for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. And they all went home and like, dude, we everybody believed it. That's so great. It's a win-win. Prank was pulled. And the pranksters got the story and laughs, and the prankstees, I'm sure that's a word, uh, got to feel like they met someone famous. It's perfect. <laughs> well, this was a classic BCP ride along today because the range of stories were all over the place. And I love that, because our own lives are like this in many ways. If you pay attention, there is a pretty magnificent arc of different situations and emotions that we all experience over the course of a week or especially a month. We experience a lot of the mundane, but we also have the highs And the lows the moments where we feel the adventure of it all and the moments where we feel the futility of it all so my encouragement to everyone is that over the next couple weeks till we're back again let's lean into the adventure of life obviously if you're dealing with a deep personal tragedy you have to let yourself grieve but please don't stay stuck or just continue looping find a way to move forward and get back to that sense of wondering what might be just over the next hill ciao my friends This is what happens when you are a rideshare driver in Atlanta and ask people for their stories. These weren't handpicked people with great stories. They just happened to get in my car and be gracious enough to share with all of us. And who knows, maybe someday you'll be in Atlanta and need to grab a rideshare and end up telling the rest of us the next great story on BCP. I'd actually encourage you to, every so often, just ask a stranger to share a story from their life. You never know what you might learn. I believe that our stories are powerful. They can make you laugh, cringe, cry, or even get you to think or feel differently. Our stories can truly make this world a little bit better place. So please, subscribe, rate, and listen to this podcast and share it with as many adults as possible. It would mean so, so much to me. First and foremost, I want to thank the incredible writers who trusted me with your stories. You're my heroes! Thanks also to all the people in the background who have believed in this project slash dream. All of the music on this podcast was found on pixabay.com and it was free, which is an amazing gift when you're starting a podcast on a shoestring budget.